You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello! I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Lamb Goat presents the Van Flip Podcast. Because we're on solid state, and maybe like maybe I'm used to like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, just, I, I should. To. I don't even. That's like the first time I've ever even said that. So I don't know why <laughs> I even brought that up. But yeah, we are rolling here. So no countdown today. No countdown. No countdown. Today I'm sitting here with uh, Garrett from Silent Planet, aka Silent Garrett. If you're on the Twitter. Um, we're here to talk aliens. Yeah. Oh man, I would love to talk aliens. <laughs> no, I say that because obviously, like the latest single you guys had was uh, Anuaki, and uh, if, I don't know if you guys used that title as for some reason as far as like alien-based lore uh, or lore. Yeah, but, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a concept record about aliens, so definitely very. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Have, okay. Having a lot of fun with that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but for those who are unaware, the Anunnaki are like, uh, and you can kind of help fill me in where I'm, yeah, where I have the gaps. And but from what I remember on the uh, ancient aliens shows, Sukalu would say that they're like the kind of race of people that live inside or uh, inside the Earth, or possibly were from another planet, and that's kind of where the human form came. Brought from. us here. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I think with a lot of lore, it's like there's different depending on which culture you're pulling from like if is it just egypt or is it like more general it kind of varies um with <clears throat> what people think you know uh what what people are thinking when they're talking anunnaki um a lot of i think uh the, the first thing you'll find when you google will have something to do with like ancient gods and stuff yeah but um um yeah in, in my case it's actually much closer to what you said um uh, beings that brought us here who live in the earth and who are still maybe here and, and wild it, shit um, my, my belief is is that um uh that that it um yeah he i i don't think humans originated on earth i think humans were brought here from a different place i think there was some some i think there was life on mars a long time ago um before and, and mars uh, was more habitable to human life than even earth is uh, now um, at some point, uh, it was, of course, that was before its atmosphere was deteriorated by the, um, by the sun. And, um, well, that's what most people think. There's a lot of theories on why, but, um, yeah. And the Anunnaki are still beings that are still here. And that's what I'm specifically referencing in our record. And, um, I grew up in a small town, um, in Northern California, uh, very different than, if you're not from California, it's not what people think of when they think of California. It's not like beaches and, <laughs> yeah. and movie stars and, and Ferraris. It's uh, it's a, it's more like Oregon probably, uh, and it's only a couple hours from Oregon where I grew up. But that um, concept, 
uh, was was known as the Lemurians where I grew up, that they were these beings that lived inside of uh, Mount Shasta, which is this mm -hmm. massive volcano that's um, to the north of the town. And uh, so gr growing up, um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of that kind of lore that I would hear. There's actually, a, I guess, a cult, so to speak, that came around that called the I Am Activity. Um, but um, yeah, the, the whole record that we um, uh, uh, are putting out in, uh, on November 3rd is about uh, a kid who went missing in 1996. Um, it's a semi-true, semi-fictional, uh, I guess I'll let people decide how true it is. Um, that's probably something that people would debate. But uh, it's a story of a kid who went missing in, in, in the Northern California area around Humboldt County. Mm. Um, and that whole area is also known as the Emerald Triangle. Right. It's where like the majority of like outdoor like weed as well as uh, other, um, not just weed, but like uh, mushrooms, psilocybin stuff uh, comes from. Uh, and that's where I grew up. And uh, I think previous records of ours kind of focused on more historic topics and different things around the world. And, this one kind of like bring, I guess this record you could say kind of brings me back home to where I grew up. Interesting. Yeah. Um, have you kind of, I mean, being, when did you start kind of like, when did aliens come on the map for you being from Northern California and dealing with that area? Like, yeah. So I, I think where I grew up, a lot of people have sightings. Um, I, I, I want to say that it's, it's like, um, I actually, there's a pretty popular YouTube channel, um, um, and there's a video called the most paranormal place in the world, in the world, um, as far as like sightings go. And, and that was my, that was Mount Shasta, which is mm. like where that's like the mountain near where I grew up. It's an active volcano. And, um, so I think I, I always kind of had an awareness of it and it's, it's a particularly like religious kind of hotbed, like, um, even, even like in, in like the Christian world, there's this huge, um, like mega church there. And, mm -hmm. uh, it's just kind of. It's a weirdly like spiritual place, you could say. It's also a place that like you you'll meet a lot of, I guess you could say like hippies or or like people who, you know, are really into like crystals and stuff who like come from different parts of the world to like for the resonance and the frequency of the mountain and stuff. And it's just kind of it's it's kind of known for that. It's kind of a it's like it's like if if Southern California is like the cool popular kid like northern california is like the weird kid who's in the back of class like <laughs> drawing like yeah. creepy things or something like um where i grew up specifically in norcal is is just a it's an odd place to be sure um culturally and otherwise and so um that's where kind of this uh this concept album takes place interesting yeah um i i recently went out to california for the first time in like 10 years um in August or whatever to hang out with uh, Dylan, my partner and Liam got over there and we did some work and kind of hung awesome. out uh, in San Francisco. And that was the first time that I'd ever yeah. really been to like Northern California. I definitely had gone to like LA and San Diego prior to that, but yeah, it's completely different than, so different. Uh, than SoCal. And, you know, I live in Florida, so I know a lot of people have an idea of what they think Florida is, especially recently in the yeah. last couple of years. But the same thing, yeah, the whole Florida man yeah. mythology. Well, that's a grown. real thing. I mean, that is a real thing, but like, you know, yeah. everyone thinks that we're one way or another from whatever some media sources say this, that, or the other same with like right. California. But I did notice that when I went over uh, to California, I was like, it's not as bad as everyone says it is on, you know, everywhere online or on TV or wherever you're at. But I was like, 
and they all had you know ideas of what florida was as, as everyone yeah. probably does and i was like it's nothing like that you know it's it's the same it's kind of like me having this kind of like whole like you know like oh this is not as bad as the news is making it out to be so it was kind of cool yeah. to, to to be up in northern california how far away is like the area you're from from like uh, yeah. the bay area so sam yeah from where i grew up writing um san francisco you would pretty much just go east to sacramento uh which would take um as you know the capital of, mm -hmm. of california um and uh the uh i think that would take you about 90 minutes maybe uh, depending i mean heavily depending on traffic you're right, obviously right, talking right. about some of the worst traffic on earth uh, san francisco silicon valley san jose that yeah. whole thing the traffic's insane but um you go to sacramento um east uh, about 90 minutes and then you would drive about two and a half hours north um, to get up to Redding, California, which kind of sits between Mount Lassen and Mount Shasta. So it's it's a very beautiful place. It's very hot, very commonly 110, 100, mm. 110 degrees uh, days in the summer. Um, always on fire. Um, people know it for that too. Yeah. Always on fire, um, um, especially in recent years. Um <clears throat> there's i've had a lot of issues with the it's just there's so much forest and it's so dry that like one spark can basically create a crisis for two months kind yeah. of thing but uh yeah um so that, that that's kind of in relation to san francisco uh where it is gotcha uh yeah because I'm, I'm more familiar with oregon than i am california because i have family that lives in northern oregon south uh southern oh, cool. uh southern washington like the portland vancouver yep. area yeah but um cool so Let's let's. I want to dive more into like where you, this is so off topic from probably the normal interview you're about to do for this press run. But uh, let's let's talk about where the humans came from because I also, yeah, you know what I mean. And the thing is, I guess this kind of correlates with you guys having that label as like a Christian band for so many years because you, you know, you guys, yeah. you, you know, some people just run with some things and bands get labeled as one thing when they're not necessarily that one thing, but. You know, you guys yes. are you you are signed to Solid State, uh, UMFD, and um, or UNFD. And uh, hey, what's up? It's Lurk. Looks like you're enjoying the podcast. If you are and you like what we're doing here on the Van Flip, why don't you go ahead and pause this, and give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. If you want to find out any information on your favorite bands from the hardcore and metal scene, visit lambgoat.com. And to stay in the loop about everything that we post on lambgoat.com, make sure you like us on Facebook and you head over to Twitter and Instagram and follow us at lambgoat. Are you a full-grown adult and you also have a TikTok account? Congrats. Follow us on TikTok as well. You can find us under the username lambgoat.com. That's spelled out D-O-T-C-O-M. Head over to our YouTube channel where we have all of these podcasts in video format plus a lot more content that you should check out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and you hit that notification bell so you're always alerted when we upload new content. And last but not least, if you want to follow me, Lurk, the host of the show, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LurkCity. And as always, if you need any of the links that pertain to the artists on the show today, Lambgoat or myself, you can always find them in the description. Thanks for listening to this message. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, so like, because I also think the same thing too. Like when I look around, I'm like, well, we're, we're totally different than anything on this planet. Although we are similar to like primates in a way. Yeah. We're, we're similar, but we're also not, you know what I mean? We're not similar in, in a lot of ways, but it would make sense that like an intelligent being coming from another place and then all of a sudden we pop up, you know, for one reason or another, but I'd like to uh, expound on that theory with you. 
if you don't mind. Yeah, I, I would I would love that. Yeah. Um first I, I guess just to speak to the the Christian thing, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. It's it's <laughs> I think it's it always before, been yeah. a really it's really interesting when you're a band who has you know, we we've had um you know, a a lot of the dudes in this band have been in this band for over ten years. Mm-hmm. Um and you have people in the band who have never considered themselves like religious or Christian. And then they're just being told constantly, you're a Christian band. And they're like, like it's, 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 it's a, it's a weird phenomenon. And I, I, I under, I do understand where it comes from. You know, I think uh, being in a label that had like traditionally kind of had like a Christian, mm-hmm. um, ha- had like a Christian, uh, thing to it. I, I, I know solid state records is not that way anymore. And in fact, I think, uh, it's um i think they've they've kind of gone out of their way to sign like a diverse yeah. backgrounds of artists and stuff but um that as well as um i do reference a lot of bible tech i mean a lot of stuff in general like uh um i i i for a while um i did a thing where i'd like source the lyrics so there'd be like footnotes on the lyrics so that people oh, could cool. like dig in further and i i think that some of what happened i realize is a lot of people don't fully maybe understand what what's happening with like footnotes if that makes sense i I think a lot of folks had um i think it was common that people were mistaking like a footnote source for an endorsement so like (laughs) yeah i get what um, you're saying like 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 i I wrote a song about american consumerism and i quoted Karl marx who obviously has a lot of critiques of like consumer capitalism and I got so many people being like, oh, so you're like a Marxist now or something. And it's like, it, I think it, it's difficult to understand that, that for, for a lot of the music community, because people are so outspoken when you start trying to do something like sourcing something, which there's some nuance there. Like, I'm not saying this is the answer to the whole world. I'm saying like, this is an interesting thought that mm-hmm. like inspired it. And I just simply wanted to do that because I believe that art is not like whether it's writing a, a book or or um or a song or painting. I think that like we're all we're always being influenced by stuff um whether or not we choose to be conscious of it. Um no no one just like creates something out of thin air. I, right. I were it's a, it's a constant dialogue. So I thought hey, I'll put sources whatever, but it kind of led to this wild thing where like, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've even seen on Lambgoat, Lambgoat <laughs> being like, hey, check out the new Silent Planet. And in the comments, people are like, fuck this Christian band. No way. And it's like, <laughs> cool. You know, it, we're not. And then on the flip side, we put out a song that might have cursing and people are like, you guys were supposed to be a Christian band. You let me down. You failed me. And it's like on both sides, you have people mad at you for this thing that you never asked for this yeah. label. Um, so that's a kind of interesting thing that we don't have to get further into but wanted to speak to that um on the front of where humans come from back to um, the question but i mean yeah back to the question i definitely appreciate the explanation because obviously like that does tie into like with how you deal on a day-to-day basis over the last few years so like by all means like that's great but yeah let's get into the yeah the the nitty-gritty meat and potatoes yeah yeah the the nitty-gritty i I would love that um to get to get into the nitty-gritty um where people come from it's funny because you you know i I, as you know for for a really long time uh the prevailing thought within a lot of um i mean not not just i i don't think just like 
only atheism but say for like secular or non-religious thinkers the prevailing thought was that um you know life emerged from a process of complex you know evolution mm -hmm. into what we have today which is a uh you know this 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 concept that uh that 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 you know that there was a big bang and that this everything that we see is kind of a evolution the of completion something. of a bunch of random things like yeah. like we are the point zero 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 one percent chance um of of this like complex thinking beings this life in the universe and that whole that whole idea is now being kind of subverted by this new thought that we are um actually like living in a simulation you know and that's become possibly a more common explanation for our existence and i think that's partially because life is very 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 complex it's like hard it's hard for people to look at the complexity of life on this earth and think like oh this is completely random you know like there there's no intention because life is just very fragile you know if we were like a little bit further from the sun or a little bit closer we're either burned or freezing mm -hmm. and 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 as much as you could say, yeah, well, we're just we're we're this, this you know we we are the most random thing. People are you know then they did like the double slit experiment, um, if you're familiar. But basically, getting into some crazy quantum stuff where they're like, wow, matter itself behaves differently whether or not it's observed. Kind of we we finally got the answer to the age old question: if a tree falls in the woods. Um, and no one's there to observe it that you know uh, does it make a sound or whatever mm. we have the answer now probably and the an the answer is probably uh no it doesn't make a sound if, if there's no perception of it um which is kind of a weird thought but um so all that to say um that led me into like asking other questions about the nature of our world including like do we have uh you know like where did we come from if if the you know if if it's not a simulation or maybe it is a simulation maybe but maybe we were simulated on other planets first maybe maybe we're simulated in other dimensions and so um yeah i i believe that i believe that life was brought here by makers essentially and um i think it's it's really um I, I certainly am not going to try to have all the answers, but but I do believe that in a lot of mythology, whether it's the Egyptians or it's even in the Christian, the Bible, uh, also the Jewish Torah, of mm. course, um, Genesis 6 talks about the Nephilim, which are these beings that, you know, supposedly uh, are coming from, uh, came from um, above and then, you know, mated um with uh the i think it says like the daughters of man or just humankind mm -hmm. these these beings uh created us and and now we're here and we're like the result of this uh of basically like half well the, the nephilim were like these half breeds uh, of like humans and then these like alien creatures or these uh divine creatures depending on how you look at it yeah. and uh that whole concept always really influenced it was just really interesting to me at a young age where like you know you, i did grow up in, in a christian uh in a christian environment and, and you're kind of told oh you know we have all the answers of, of you know the the world was created in a literal seven days which right. it's not even a biblical interpretation anyone who um i think ha has read the bible and, and understands what the function of a genre is understands that um the whole biblical literalism thing is actually like a kind of a fool's concept but um re regardless of that um reading about these legends about these ancient beings and all this stuff just really like started 
uh, started a lot for me. And then there was that UFO footage that was released. Um, and I want to say like right as the pandemic was kind of hitting full swing Which in one? 2020. Uh, I don't know. Do you recall that? Um, Which one? Um, it was the it was the Tic Tac. Yeah, Tic Tac. I think they call it the Tic Tac footage. Where yeah, I saw thing, that. It was like a giant finally get a lock on it, and the pilots are like cheering, and they're like, "Oh my God, we got it!" And and um, there's been all this footage of these things that are moving between planes, which is to say, like between land, like the air and the water, and mm-hmm. they're not slowing down at all. And then, yeah, you just read more and more of the interviews with different folks and, and you just hear over and over again, people are saying like, this is, this was became a common thing for pilots to just encounter yeah. these crafts that were yeah. just completely, completely out of this world, unlike type. anything yeah. that, that we have te- technologically. And they can't be drones because they've, you know, analyzed it and it's like, it's has too much substance. It's, it's too big to, and it's moving at too much of a speed to be a drone and it can't be a blimp and it's like we just you know they they go through it over and over again until it's like this is there's something else to this whole thing that like we we're we're, we're trying to still figure out you know but that just kind of opened my eyes like there's obviously there's evidence of these things happening whether you make them out to be aliens or like whether it's like a psyop like that's being committed within the government there's something happening yeah i I think um, something i I think that if you don't if if you don't believe that our government's like trying to pull an elaborate ruse on us, you have to believe it to some degree in the reality of what's happening. If it's not, well, yeah, not even based on aliens, but like they've done it in other, yeah, for in other areas of you know today, like in in ways that you would never even. I don't even want to bring up COVID or anything like that because that's a whole different topic. But like they cover up weird shit that they don't even need to really cover up. So, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, for a long time, there was crazy cover-ups. There's people that talked about it, you know, were, were heavily persecuted by the government, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's, that's a whole thing. Uh, real quick. I uh, have to step out for one second. Grab Sorry. your food. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, that was, that was actually not even the thing. Um, <laughs> I think that's in seven minutes. Um, but yeah, it's, all that to say, it's 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 just it's been interesting to see, um, you know, the 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 public dialogue around it change from like aliens being something that you would expect someone who's just like maybe severely mentally ill to like <laughs> yeah. to be talking about an abduction has it's changed a little bit to yeah. where now like there there seems to be some credibility around the subject and um, as far as David Grash even you know testifying in front of Congress and that's kind of been a weird thing too is. I started writing this this alien record like two years ago before I would have ever imagined like wow now now this is becoming like a this is like happening in front of Congress and stuff yeah you know thanks Tom DeLong yeah right yeah <laughs> and it's it's um I and everyone has different views of it um what what my view is and kind of what the aliens are within this concept record is more more than actually extraterrestrials they would be considered ultra terrestrials which is um beings that are from a different um b- beings that are from a different dimension essentially mm, yes. um is, yes. is is my is my thinking and and that, that is my belief i i think i think what we're seeing is um so I, as you've probably heard before a, a lot of or i think the the i mean the, the, you can't really prove this kind of thing but the most common belief of uh in quantum physics is that there's like probably 10 dimensions yeah. of like existence and that we're, we're 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 we live within one that you know we can see uh, like three uh, three dimensions, 
but there's a lot of other dimensions that we just simply can't perceive and, and we're sort of I think you could say we're sort of bound within the dimensions that that, that we can perceive and um, um, do you think I believe these beings are ultra terrestrials which is to say I not that, that they couldn't be coming from other planets or I you know what whatever is on the other side but my view is that they are um, transcending that we're things that can go in and out right. of what we're able to perceive right but almost like we, you could consider it like they're invisible and then they're visible and then they're invisible then they're visible and it's not to say that they stop existing they just simply they're moving in and out of a plane that we can understand yeah, whether dimensions. or not it's intentional or not or like who they who they really are but um I, I I think that it's also very possible that we're seeing us that like we're we're when what we're witnessing is like us from in a in like a future that's now like able to move through time space um and there, there's a few different ways that people think we could be moving through time space um eventually one would be that we can like project like a, a like a like a rift or mm -hmm. like a like a portal um, project like a wormhole and mm -hmm. we can move through it um and then of course there's uh, and, the, and there's the idea of zero point energy that would make it maybe possible for that um and then there's the idea of um uh but then there's the idea that these things are wholly unlike us these are these beings are just like they're they're essentially they're they're above us they they have sort of their expanded powers and when you think about all you know I, I think for a long time people would think about you know texts that talk about angels and 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 stuff and and demons and god and whatever right. and would think okay so that's religion and and then we would hear about like spacecrafts and and little green dudes and we'd be like that's sci-fi and and we create these categories and you have also like ghosts and, like, and all the other things too that are unexplained and ghosts yeah, yeah but ghosts they're all is a big kind one. of like they're all borderline in the same soup you know what i mean they're all like kind they of are. unexplainable yeah. and and i think because because we live in in this kind of religiously dominated world i think it was kind of perceived well okay so all this stuff about angels and god this is like real and important for your life you know and whatever and, and then the sci-fi thing we put in a box of like well that's science fiction that's just like fun you right. know that's like halloween <laughs> yes. movie stuff um and we create these categories but like these are artificial categories created in a culture that's that has a vested interest in us believing some stuff and right. not believing other stuff for some for and control so I, or I, for some other reason it could you know they don't it, yeah you know because i also, oh yeah i also think like uh you know i saw a documentary on light pollution many years ago uh, and, you know, for those who aren't aware, light pollution is like the light being refra refracted back to you off of like dust particles and everything like that, which makes yeah. it hard for you to really see like stars at night in cities. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're out in like uh, the wilderness where there's less light, artificial light, um, you can see, you can you can see, see everything way yeah. more. Yeah. You can see like the Milky Way and shit. And, you know, some people think that, well, this documentary had a little piece of it in there that... Some people think that that is some kind of also some kind of control situation. So you're not necessarily looking up uh, and then like seeing all that awesome or, you know, that mm. awe, you're, you're being in awe of like the skies and the stars. So you can stop like thinking what's out there, but also like it also expands your mind to realize like, dude, you're fucking nothing. Because like if you can see the Milky Way from your backyard. Oh, yeah. It'll put you in a place real quick. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, fuck. I'm really Oh, it's nothing. insane. It's 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 very humbling to realize that this whole 
yeah we, we we are a speck within a speck within a speck like we're like uh we're like a molecule on a piece of sand on a beach yeah. you know as far as the size of this i think this is my the non-false alarm go ahead go ahead. hey yeah we're back i'm i'm back um fuck so yeah when did um fuck, 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 fuck. we were talking about aliens but specifically oh dimin- yeah interdimensional shit um, what I wanted to get into with that is, so like, I also grew up in somewhat of a religious situation and I did a lot of my, like in the Catholic, uh, faith <clears throat> and I did a lot of like my confirmation and baptism and all that stuff as like a high school student. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when the religious situation started coming in, it's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, it's a great structure for your life and like rules to live by and everything like that. And I, and I don't knock it for that. And there's many people in my family that are still down that path. Um, but for some weird, weird reason, you know, you start asking questions <laughs> when you're younger, 16, 17 years old. And they're like, Oh, you just gotta have faith. And I'm like, that's not necessarily working for me right now. I have like all these questions about, you know, I mean, more deep than like there's not how many how, how big is that arc that noah built you know there's there are bigger in-depth questions than just that although like that is yeah a like did, did, did he get two of every animal ever yeah yeah i mean that's all saying like whatever and uh but i right. mean with, with that being said as i've gotten older and like you you brought up like the crystals and and rock stuff and like frequencies and like magnetism and all that other shit yeah as i've gotten older it sounds so much weird, so weird to say out loud, but th- all that stuff makes way more sense than just believing about a man in the sky kind of thing. And then I yeah. started, then I started thinking, I'm like, well, maybe they're the same. And that's just the way that like religious people like to interpret it. Cause they need yeah. it. They needed to have like a man in the sky thing. But in Metaphors. reality, yeah. In reality, it's just some kind of weird energy situation. Uh, that, and again, like dimensions and, and that we can't access or we can't view and, you know, yeah. you got all this other shit going on. Then you got like people like, and this is going to sound horrible. You have people like Alex Jones that are talking about it all the time. But then you have obviously people like Alex Jones doing other things. Whereas like he says a lot that of things. That ruined their credibility. Right. He <laughs> yeah. says a lot of things that have been dead on. And then, you know, he says some things that aren't really. Yeah. The government's turning on. the frogs gay and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't be agreeing with this guy at all. But then you, you see other stuff. You're like, like, oh, the water oh, is making them. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And like, you know, speaking of which, not to get off topic too much about that, but when we were in San Francisco, we did drive Tahoe uh, within that time frame. So we passed, uh, God, I can't remember what that place is where Alex, uh, where all the guys would go and worship the owl god in the woods. Oh, yeah, the um, the Secret Society. I, yeah. I, I don't remember where that is, but yeah, there, there, I saw a good, like, there's a horror movie about that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he exposed it or whatever, and we were walking this trail because I wanted to see some sequoias out there, in, uh, out there in California while we were there, and that was like one of the places. And I was like, Bohemian Grove, Bohemian Grove, that's Bohemian what it was. Grove, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we I, that that was, shit's crazy. Yeah, there was a sign that's like, "You're walking the Bohemian Grove Trail." And I was like, I turned to <laughs> Dylan and I go, "Dude, if we go off base somewhere, we might roll up on like the elite talking." Yeah, about yeah, some might shit. might see like. Might see Jeb Bush sacrificing a, a boar in the woods. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. But um, yeah, all that shit kind of makes it more fathomable. Like, yeah, they, the elite or the people in power, whoever those people may be, 
aren't necessarily like the government or everybody in the government, but clearly there are some people that could be privy to some information, to some kind of other technology, to some other communication oh, totally. with other beings off, off planet or in a different dimension. And this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had on the van flip, but uh, that makes more sense. Like the matrix movie makes more sense. You know, like we could be in that kind of situation where, uh, you know, oh, yeah. we're, we're being harvested for some weird energy thing or, and then we're just oh, living totally. in a simulation or that we're just here in like a biodome, you know, environment where they can come and, you know, either pluck us when they need us or, you know, it's an experiment situation, but there's just too many, there's just too many like sightings that aren't explained things that aren't explained you know the government doesn't yeah. talk about a lot of things oh, totally like that so it's it's kind of strange but uh and we don't go to the moon you know i, I find it super weird we don't go to the moon the, yeah <laughs> we haven't been to the moon in like 50 years or something yeah, and no. it's like you would think that i mean like most technology right like, like usually you do things and, the, and then they, we perfect it and it gets easier and it gets cheaper mm -hmm. and we expedite the process and here it is like it's like oh so it's still incredibly difficult to go to the moon i guess so difficult that we just don't do it i yeah. guess and like before they were doing it on the i think they are now though they, that's what they're saying they right? have a plan they're, they're, to they're going back yeah now. um but you know before they were getting to the moon on like the size of a computer that was in like a casio uh calculator or something like that and now we have you know <laughs> Oh yeah, Technology our toys is... our toys have better computers. Yeah. Like toys for three year olds have better computers now. Just makes yeah. no sense to me that they just went for a handful of years and were like, "Yep, all right, done that. Everything up there is discovered and you know whatever." But not saying that there's a moon base on the dark side of the moon or anything like that. But just weird that we've never been back. Um, I watched this. Speaking of fucking aliens thing, I watched this show and I started watching it. And it was like it was so annoying for the first couple episodes because it was just so dumb to me, but like invasion on Apple TV, it's about like basically aliens showing up and is, is it good? I've, I've heard about that actually specifically. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I'm into it now and I, you know, I watched the whole first season. I'm in the second season, but they, the aliens are the alien to them is kind of like, I, well, so, so that I, so far that I've seen is just kind of like a big energy blob. Okay. That kind of makes sense too. You know, you, the, it does. Yeah, but, it's it's funny how we we always whether it's whether you're talking about God or 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 aliens or whatever, it's very common for us to always anthropomorphize things and and to make them make them in our image. You know, mm -hmm. um, wh whether it's aliens or whatever, which is kind of funny because uh, that's something that like the old the old testament gods always like do not make god into your image or something people you yeah know? Um, well, it's, funny it's kind of funny to think how like even modern christians or religious people constantly do that where they have this like this idea of god that's like superhuman based even though like the bible's constant like that's literally like the 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 ten commandments you know what i mean it's, it's, <laughs> but it, it, i think that gets it the fact that like whether you're religious or not it's just that's what we do right we just it's even with like animals people people are convinced that their dogs are are, are mm -hmm. they, that, that their dogs are having emotional experiences the way that they are you know yeah no it's definitely strange and you know what's wild about that likeness type thing is like uh a lot of um you know well the bible changed definitely from the old testament to the new testament and like the, Gen yeah. the genesis is one of those chapters that kind of changed a lot um yeah 
Well, it's 66 different books, right? Like right. the author of Genesis would literally murder the off the author of First John if they were to meet each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, it's like it's like across all these centuries. It's funny how it was called the Bibles or the books for a long time, and then it became the Bible, which then became this like it's it's just interesting to watch how it changed from like oh, there's a collection of books, and then mm-hmm. we decide which ones get in, which ones don't, and then nowadays it's like yeah, you just have people believing like this is the book that God wrote specifically for this purpose. And just all, all the assumptions um, that we've made is, are all, it's very interesting to me, but yeah. sorry, different topic. But no, but in those old Testament books or whatever, and a lot of people, cause you, we brought it up before like aliens, demons and all that other shit that makes yeah. more sense being extraterrestrial or interdimensional things that we just can't explain. But then, you know, if you really, uh, if you, you can Google this too, there's many like depictions of what angels look like in the Bible because they, they're not like human for, they're not like humans with wings. Yeah. That became like a meme on the internet, didn't it? Like, like biblically realistic angel. Yeah. It's like geometric patterns. Well, it's geometric pattern, but like wild looking, you know, winged eyeballs that are floating around and shit like that. Yeah. And, um, which, which adds up, right? Like whenever people encounter angels, there's always like, "Don't be afraid," and people are like collapsed on the ground, like yeah, screaming. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. definitely, people are are very, very afraid. It's funny how often it's like, "Don't be afraid," and then, and then you 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 read it, and it's like people are extremely afraid. Yeah, it, but I mean, if a quote unquote monster showed up out of nowhere, I would be afraid, regardless. You know what I mean? A bear could show up in the woods and I know what a bear looks like and I'd be fucking afraid. It's just big yeah. and large. But I mean, yeah, the, the interdimensional stuff is something that I, I don't know. I've asked questions about a lot of things, you know, and I wasn't one to kind of like not believe that nine 11 was an inside job. I didn't really like when it happened many years ago, like 20 something years ago, I was like, Oh, that is a fucking devastating terror attack. And then of course, like, you know, documentaries and movies come out saying that it was an inside job and I, here I am going like nah not even going to go down that rabbit hole that's not what happened but as you go as you get older and shit you know I was so young at that time I was like right out of high school and stuff as you get older I'm like damn how can it you know how can it not be like that or you know how can this not be like that like what is the correlation between like aliens and religion and why is it so different and why are they like hiding aliens so much like the yeah. government and stuff like yeah. why, why is that a whole thing and it's really interesting because like ancient aliens started coming out and they started talking about the Anuaki and they started talking about like pyramids and all this other shit and again that is a show that's quite like Alex Jones where like they have a lot in the beginning they had a lot of cool things that yeah. were like oh yeah I could totally see that but as the show went on you're like Oh, this is just a show. There's like some ridiculous stuff that makes it lose credibility right, to where like right. it's like almost embarrassing to be like, oh, you know, like I learned something <laughs> from that or I enjoy something about that because people are like, oh, so you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah. I hate I hate bringing up Alex Jones because he has that s- bad stigma on him. You know what I mean about like Sandy yeah. Hook and yeah. all the other shit. But like again, that don't lose don't lose the idea that like he also shed a lot of light on some things that were way out of yeah. the field before that ended up being true totally the, as much as the, as much as the internet's taught us to think about things black and white you know like same thing with like joe rogan or something you know like you know joe rogan can have a bunch of great guests or whatever and then could have some person who's 
you know, has a French theory that leads some dude who's watching it in Florida or mm-hmm. NorCal, who knows, uh, is watching it and then like like does some experimental thing and then kills themselves on it. And then everyone's like, oh, Joe Rogan's only this. And it's like, it's, it's, it's easy for people to look for those gotcha moments where they can kind of oversimplify what something is. But yeah, in reality, I think everyone is com- everyone's complex and, and any, any thinking person is going to be right and wrong a lot. Yeah. And I, I guess hopefully, you know, we have the intellectual humility to admit when we're wrong and also be able to say, I don't know when we don't have answers. Yeah. But that being said, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I totally know what you mean with, with that. Cause it, a lot of what I've been reading and learning about stuff too is, yeah, it's just on podcasts or different weird, you know, YouTube channels and stuff. And but I, uh, that, that's so, disc- that is so discredited. Like those weird YouTube channels, those fringe channels and stuff like that. Like I get it, you know, but a lot of people, it's wild because we, you and I, Garrett, are living in a time and an age where like the, um, the intake of information and media and everything is vastly different than it was 10 years ago, yes. 20, 30, 50 years ago. Yes. So like, you know, my grandfather and my grand, my grandfather, and my dad, right. They're from the generations of like the newsman said it. So it's fact, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, re- I recall being like that too. in at a younger time, but then, you know, again, certain things happened throughout our time being on this earth that we were like, that may not be exactly how it is. And the internet has also opened that up to like, you know, us finding other sources, other, you know, views and other ways that mm. people are talking yeah. about things. So it's, it's really wild um, how people do in, intake information or misinformation. And God, that the misinformation thing is a whole different thing, not just speaking on COVID, but just in general, um, which leads me to question a lot of things like, uh, do people have a third eye? Do you what do you, do you think people have a third eye and that's why we can't see other dimensions? Because I think like in the past, we may have been able to like do fourth dimensional stuff. <laughs> this is so weird, but I know you've been yeah, down these rabbit holes, so you may you may also know something like this. But like, right? And then did our like pineal gland get calcified or something like that? Yeah, like is the fluoride really you know calcifying our our brain so we can't really see what's real, uh, you know, in reality and. I mean, w- one thing's for sure. We are. Um, I think that direct, like, like purely physicalist ex- ex- um, explanations of human existence that don't account for the spiritual experience. It's it's weird. I I, I do believe like the the further that we go with like with science, uh, we're gonna find more and more intersections between you know more or less spiritual reality stuff that like a lot of ancient traditions talked about um and like and i i just think that the the view the view that like you know the only thing that's real is matter and you know you can have all these emotions or whatever but we're just complex animals and and, you know love or like or like existence after life or whatever is just pure superstition i honestly think when i hear that i just hear a lot of western hubris Mm -hmm. i just I think that uh, science is obviously awesome. It's, you know, it's using using scientific discoveries that we're able to have this conversation right now from different parts of the world. So I'm definitely not like a science is bad thing um, or whatever, some simplistic like, oh, science is wrong. Science is a tool that helps us understand our reality, but it also doesn't, it can't under, it can't 
you know, fundamental questions of like why and meaning and stuff aren't, that's kind of more the philosophy, whatever realm. Right. Yeah. But I think as our ability to measure things and understand like energy and particle physics and just uh, quantum physics continues to grow, we're going to find more things coming together. And we're going to find that I think a lot of ancient traditions, things that things that people believe for 5,000 plus years, there's a good reason yeah. because I think that there is this this like recency bias where people believe because we have science, because whatever, we no longer need, you know, the superstitions of the past and stuff. And to some degree, that's true. I think there has been a lot of, you know, superstitions that kept people like bound and, and created on un, un, um, created hierarchies, you know, that that were oppressive towards human um, towards humans and, and towards growth. But as much as I believe that, I also think that we are so, so, so um, unaware of the nature of our reality. Like, for instance, an example would be like dark matter, right? Like people, uh, most people believe that that our our universe as we know it is mostly comprised of this thing called dark matter. But we don't really know what that is. That's just a term that we are throwing at like everything un- we just yes, don't know what unexplainable things we don't know what yeah. that is so just lump it in with that dark matter shit yeah yeah exactly and and um there's actually this uh i was recently listening to this video on this this theory of the electric universe the idea that the idea that um our reality is actually like fundamentally um uh that that gravity is not the explanation for everything that it's actually like electrical currents of different types of waves and stuff yeah um that's why they had to get rid of Tesla because you know he was getting that free energy out of the air, and they were like, "We we can't do exactly, that. yeah, yeah." yeah. That. Actually, the podcast mentioned Tesla and and how like crazy ahead of uh, time Tesla was, mm-hmm. um, probably more than anyone um, yeah. ever. Um, maybe with the example with the exemption of like I don't know Da Vinci or something, but uh, it's um, it, it's pretty. It's just it's it's funny how like I, I bring up the dark matter thing a lot whenever I'm talking to people who you know have the classical like the western like yeah sure we don't know some stuff but we pretty much know 99 percent of our reality and i i strongly disagree with that and i think if, <laughs> I if people were to get anything from our from this record that we're putting out as a concept record um wh- whether or not they think there's some some possible reality to to what we're talking about or not i just hope that there's like a humility um and i, I think that's kind of honestly runs through um I think the narrative of planet lyrics in general, whether it's been like talking to religious people or, or whatever is um, th- there's a lyric in, in an older song of ours. that says trade your certainty for awe. And, and that's, that's kind of, it's kind of become like the mantra, the mantra of our band, I would say is just the idea of like, I think people will find more joy and more meaning the more that they're able to, relinquish their ability to like have to be right and have all the answers about phenomenon and instead be able to embrace the not knowing and understand that there's a beauty in not knowing there's a Mm -hmm. beauty in in living in a dynamic world that's evolving constantly and uh i think if if we're being humble we 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 start to see that yeah like we there's we we do know some stuff about our world, but for everything that we do know, I'd say there's ten things that we don't know. Yeah, dude. and that um, I I think if if humans do manage to still be alive in this plane of existence, in this dimension, in this reality that we know of, if humans still do exist, and that's a big if because you look at the state of the world and you're like, I really don't fucking know. If well, we're yeah, and... still be alive. Um, uh, when you just look at how broken and and how 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 like 
even how language is an ineffective tool yeah. to like problem solve it's hard <laughs> yes. to know if we're still going to be here because um, our technology is quickly outpacing like our ethical ability to tolerate each other right 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 so big you know all, all that to say if we do still exist if we still exist um after you know it's all said and done um i do think that we um uh we will find that all of our assumptions about reality that we have right now will be like oh can you believe we used to think that you know this was yeah the only way that gravity functions in the solar system whatever like right. we're, no, no, we're no, right. just going to be humbled and yeah. that's okay I just think the more that we're able to start with a posture of humility, the more we can learn. And 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 I will say also that is in plus that is how science is. I think science should be handled with a dose of humility. It's just that we, I don't think the problem isn't science. <laughs> the problem is is us is, yeah, is oh, our ego sure. attachment 100%, to reality. One hundred percent. I think the if if and when those beings or entities or whatever they are are traveling interdimensionally or, you know, via, you know, space and wormholes or whatever the hell they're doing to get point A to point B, I think they as a society or as a group of whatever don't necessarily have the same bickering issues as we do. Like, you know, yes. like they don't have super big conflict. They, you know, they may not even talk at that particular point. You know, they may just com communicate via yeah, just, yeah. another way. Which is what mental. a lot of people say with their alien, especially the... um if you're familiar with the aerial school in Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. um, one of the one of the largest mass, you know, UFO um, um, alien encounters. Yeah, was that um, the one where they were on the playground and shit? They were on the playground. Yeah, it was in Zimbabwe. Yeah. It, it was interesting because it was like a very wealthy. It was like it. It was in Zimbabwe, it's a but it was school. students from all types of backgrounds yeah. and languages. Um, because it was like an international school had a lot of diplomat kids, I think. Um, and it was um. Yeah, basically, yeah, the, the kids said that, that the beings were talking to them, um, like, telepathically. And what's crazy is, to this day, pretty much, with the exception of, I think, one kid who says yeah, that he made it lying. up specifically, yeah. everyone else still says, like, the same thing, which is kind of, which is kind of crazy, like, um, to think about, like, just how, how many people have the exact same thing that they still are, are saying uh, about about the nature of the whole alien thing um that the, that it's it's th these kids kept their story the same which anyone who knows kids or the psychology of kids and they did have you know a harvard uh, what's i forget his name um he was the harvard guy mm -hmm. who went over there and, and said these kids are not lying like i don't know what yeah, it was happened, like the, um, but these kids are not lying this is not a joke he was like a therapist or psychologist or something like that yeah and he he got um he was award-winning before all he got this. massively like railroaded by yeah. Harvard, and, and it was this whole thing. Of, but I think like, he oh, had the he Pulitzer did. Prize or some kind of big ass, you know. Oh, he 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 award. he held all these awards and all these like positions, and then all of a sudden, like they were talking. Ultimately, Harvard Harvard was trying to get rid of him for a while, and then ultimately he um oh, yeah, he was tenured uh, was um he, he was reinstated. They they dropped everything and, yeah. and kind of accepted that it was a witch hunt. But he had been interviewing not just these kids, but other people who claimed to be um other other people who claimed to have these um abductions and uh his whole thing was basically going to the mental he as someone who was very prominent in the mental health world he was basically saying you can't just say all these people have a form of schizophrenia and like be done with it yeah. that's just simply not true um the, the the people he was interviewing um did not did not check those boxes and he was basically the guy who stuck his neck out and said like there's 
whatever's happening here we can't like like it's not okay for us to just point and say mentally ill and move on that's just not that's not true and 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 of course he he was more qualified to say that than pretty much anyone in the world so it was a big scandal for harvard um but ultimately um i think uh you know he, he got his justice and the uh the hearings against him were dropped and actually i think some of the people who brought up the hearings were kind of um later looked upon pretty unfavorably but yeah yeah, um interesting all that to say there's uh the telepathic thing um is definitely a a, um pretty common uh pretty common theme throughout it that um that you know and and it's i don't know man you you hear about like string theory Mm -hmm. um you hear about the way that like um you know they can they could they could split um they can split things on like an atomic level and, 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 and have, have one, you know, one piece over there in, in like Paris and another piece in New York and, and, and they move simultaneously. Right. And, and that, that of course led to a lot of the dimension idea. Like these things are linked on a different dimension. So as we see it, you know, Paris and New York are super far away, but in another dimension, those things are, are still next to each other. Right. You know what I mean? And so, and I, I think that, I think humans have ex- experienced that, emotionally interpersonally for a long time you know i I think it's common for people um that to have uh had experiences uh where you just kind of know what's going on with someone even when you can't prove it or or you know people wake up at 3 a.m and it turns out that's when their friend had a heart attack or something right i think i think i think a lot of people who are being honest we know that we're bound in a real way, not just like metaphorically or whatever, like in a very real sense, we are bound uh, to each other. And um, yeah, in some energe- energy, we, we way don't have the tools to, yeah. to, to show it right, right. now. But y- y- I-, I once heard someone say that the human mind has always been understood by the technology of the time. So like the Romans thought that, that the brain was like, uh, because they had aqueducts, you know, mm-hmm. aqueducts is what like made Rome, uh, what 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 really made the Roman Empire stand out. That was their great technology. That that and roads. So they understood that the brain was like a series of different fluids that come in and out, you know, um, and they understood it from like a, yeah, like a flow perspective. And now we understand it from like a brain perspective. We understand everything, or for, for the, we understand the brain from like a computer perspective. We understand right. everything from a computer's perspective. So much so that like I said at the beginning of this podcast, our most common view of reality is um, that we are, are um, in a simulation now. Like, I mean, you know, Elon Musk, said, a lot of people are saying that that it must be like a simulation of some kind. And, and we think of it in computer terms, but it's funny how it goes full circle. Cause like if you fall into the simulation thing, then you're not that far from a lot of deists, people that believe right. in, in a God of a sense. like. You, but you, you know, because you're saying that there's an intelligence that created this, that 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 coded it or controls. If you want to use that yeah, term, yeah. whatever, and that that we are sort of, uh, we're within the matrix of something that was um, not a random cosmic thing, but it it happened. And so I think for me that, that that's where I, the alien thing becomes really interesting because it's not just about like, oh, are there things from other planets that are invading us. It's more like no. If if these alien things do exist, the 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 footage that we're now seeing from the U.S. Navy, um, the, the the testimony, if this stuff is real, I think it probably there's a good chance has a real implications of who we are, how we got here, why we're here, 
who brought us here. I, I think that I think that that is is where my mind goes when I start thinking about yeah. aliens. I mean, there's um, my my thought on that only got worse as like uh, or you know I would expound on that stuff way more deeper. Yeah, I say worse as in like you know me wasting my time going down those rabbit holes more and more so but uh so maybe better yeah no it's better you know what i mean but like you don't want to tell everybody like oh my god i saw this video on flat earth or what you know i don't i'm not i just use that as a topic i don't believe in flat earth or anything like that but uh who knows i don't know i don't i've never been to fucking space so i don't know but um you know like when you go down those rabbit holes and stuff like that it's like people like want to push back on that because they have a day job. They have their own like, you know, woes and stresses that come from the external world. But in the simulation or, you know, being in a simulation, like that's just part of it too. Like you don't have to have a job and like in theory, humans have existed for quite some time without having to punch a nine to five and, you know, yeah. do this out of the other stuff. So this, that kind of is all like a new thing when you think about like human species and a lot of people don't necessarily think about humans on like the species level of like where we are and uh, like how we got to point, you know, whatever point we're in. So like, you know, yeah. if you, if you, totally. you may, people may say that they're in a simulation because they hate their job or they hate their life or whatever, but um, it could be also be true. Could also be true. And the matrix could be true. Uh, everything could be true. I mean, it is pretty, it is pretty wild. I think the matrix, um, besides being, you know, a, a good script and, a, and like a, you know, well executed film, I think it, it resonated with a lot of people because it just, it's like one of those things that, that people, that people see and they're just like, yeah, that, that's what I've been experiencing, yeah. you know, sort and of. it's not um, so much like, I don't think we're being like, I, I should probably clarify, I don't think we're like being harvested and you can like unplug from the matrix. Yeah, and, we're batteries. Yeah, right, and yeah. you can like live in the sewers and like, that's like what humans have come to now. But who knows, with AI and stuff like that, we could be going to that in, a, you know, 50, 100 years. I don't know. But, you know, AI could also take over all of our jobs and the next thing, you know, that's the first step in us like solving all kinds of conflict to us transcend to another you know species yeah. level so it could be that too it's not all bad it's you know some of it no, could no, be no, good. not at all yeah I, I think it's i think it's actually um yeah i mean yeah on, on the topic of ai i think um ai could get really bad um, oh yeah but in the immediate future especially when you think of like healthcare and transportation and stuff it's it's gonna solve uh a lot of issues um if you think about like solving cancer yeah it's like yeah that's you know if if cancer in a lot of forms i do believe will absolutely in the next 10 years be solved by um artificial intelligence um so it's it's going to be there will be a lot of good stuff uh that comes with it even though i also think it's it's it could be inevitably bad because i think that i think humans um at our core are are quite selfish and and quite dangerous <laughs> to our environment yeah, no. and, and and yeah i i think uh it, it it goes without saying that uh AI will be able to recognize that pretty quickly and, and oh, who dude. knows what they're going to want to do about it. That's the problem with the AI because like if you, and, and this is something that's very hard for a lot of people to swallow because they don't necessarily want to think of our, uh, ourselves as this, but like if you were to look at like the earth as a host, uh, humans would technically yeah. be the cancer, right? Because like yeah, yes, nothing yeah. else on this earth uh, changes the earth as much as we do or 
destroy it, destroys it as much as we do. Um, and dominates it. And, right. sub- and, and dominates what's on this earth. Now, and, in that same breath, I also will say that a lot of people don't realize how big the earth is too. And I'm not saying that we're, we have a lot of earth to fuck up, but you know, there is a lot, there's just a lot out there, man. And there's a lot where people aren't out. You know what I mean? The humans aren't in every little nook and cranny. There's a fucking load of places where there we're not for one reason or another, you know, it might not be in oh, yeah. for us or it might just be hard to get to, or it might just be. And that reminds know. me of, that reminds me of like the, the fact that there are still tribes, not a lot, but oh, yeah. there are still like tribes, you know, in densely, like dense forests mostly that are still just like living a you know in in a, a in a tribal form of of existence yeah. uh you know um and and like that like you know have like satellites but all that's going on in the same little ball in space yeah and then like yeah do you think those people think we're you know what i mean those people could easily think we're aliens <laughs> you know what i mean we show totally. up we show up in a plane or a helicopter or some other we thing. are cyborgs yeah I, I will say that like fun like i really do think if you really empathize with those people and see the world through their perspective and then you look at how like a modern person lives and the fact that like cell phone apple it, watch this thing is pretty much always in, in on them in some sense um we're cyborgs. Actually, I think I, I think I heard Elon Musk say that um, um, at some point, which I've, I've referenced him a few times. I should mention. I think Elon Musk is incredibly annoying, and he definitely <laughs> fucked up Twitter. And I'm I will never forgive him for that. But I I, I got to say that since I'm like promoting it, I've yes, said, I said he, no, I know. I think of, I think he says he said some good stuff. I think he also just um uh, he's just, uh, he's another he's another story, Alex yeah. Jones Joe Rogan type guy. You know he's just yeah. He, I think yeah. I think Elon is a very brilliant person, and to be a very like brilliant person like that, of course there's going to be some things that don't go over as well or. You know, and again, the Twitter thing, I don't necessarily know if I care that much about it. I yeah. mean, yes, it's completely changed 100%. But like... What sucks, what fundamentally sucks, it's funny. I I had this to back and forth with a more conservative <clears throat> per, a person who's like more on the conservative political spectrum. He's like, oh, you just don't like him because he, he does, uh, uh, you know, he promote Like if you're just getting on Twitter for the first time, it's like promoting like Matt Walsh or whatever. Um, and... Um, to to me that's actually it's not i mean that's kind of, it's annoying because like someone like matt walsh is right and he's just an idiot it is what it is like i think we can all agree uh it, it just makes stupid claims and expects the world to fall in line with his very small reality but uh that is to say the reason that i say he that elon musk screwed up twitter is it used to be like the thing that got the most likes would be like the first comment you would see. Mm-hmm. So if there was like a funny tweet, you would see a funny response and right. it was great. It was, and now it's you, it's the people who pay for Twitter that you see their responses. Yeah. And that just, I think that fundamentally sets stifles the organic nature of, of a conversation when, when you have this artificial structure, like, Oh, if, if you pay money, then people will like see your response. And uh, let's be real. Someone who wants to pay $8, someone who wants to pay $8, to use an app that used to be free maybe is not as like funny or socially right. intelligent as you know the dude from counterparts you know um so <laughs> shout out um, brendan no i shout I, out brendan i yeah. do get that and um yeah that sucks because like the i will say that's probably one of the most annoying things the verification thing because like you know lamb goat was yeah. one of the verified accounts uh on there prior to the exchange and then now you know we're just like a paid uh paid account 
type situation, which, yeah, we'll pay for it just because it's, you know, yeah, totally. we, you know we have to. But, um, yeah, that's 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 most of the bummer because, you know, I really do miss, like, that level of verification because then you have accounts that have, like, 300, you know, they're following 300 people. They have 10 followers and they got a blue check mark and they're just out here doing lamb goat comments on Twitter or something like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It gets yeah. wild. Uh, it gets pretty wild, but um, speaking of speaking of Lambo, I feel I feel like we uh, <laughs> there's something there's something we got to talk about. Go for it. The, the the elephant in the room, if you will. Um, so we're on the van flip podcast, and you've had a van flip, and I've had a van flip. You know, I was like, <laughs> I know I, I meant to bring see... it up, but we were talking aliens for so fucking long. It just you know what I mean. I was like, okay, we're just gonna yeah. keep going. Which well, is fine. Here, here, I just I I just had to say it's so funny because I. I don't know how long you've been doing the van flip podcast, but I, I don't think I noticed it until we are van flip. And then like, you know, van flip starts to be more like, I literally can feel a van flip in my lower back every day. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, fun. it's just, it, I, I, at some point, I, I think I probably, at some point I, I probably tweeted at some, like, uh, to lamb goats, Twitter account, like, are you going to have me on your podcast or what? <laughs> like, you know, like I like, I, I, I yeah. Uh, but it's, it's um it, so that comes from correct me if I'm wrong that comes from the the whole as you know the reviled comments right, right. The, the the people it, the, the that Lamgo is like it, it's a cool website it's funny because everyone including yourself who I've met from Lamgo is like a cool person but Lamgo right. has this reputation from the fact that it it, it has an anonymous anonymous message board and something that I actually respect the the free speech thing thank you um. Uh, it's just like y- y'all allow the comments to stay up. Um, uh, well, there's a guide. There's guidelines. If they go against the guidelines, which a lot of people don't what understand. Are, okay, so I'm, what are the guidelines? Well, I mean, they <laughs> they they have changed because uh, I don't know if you if you know, but I've I've been doing the podcast since 2018, right? So, okay. Uh, it was a couple years prior to your to your van flip, but yes, it does <laughs> come from comments like spanning back to. Like, I'm over here like we flipped our van before. You're like I yeah. flipped the van before. It's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. No, you Sorry, did, so yeah, you, you did it after you put it on the map. Yeah, we did 2018. The Van Flip podcast started, but that's because when when I started working with Alex, the former owner, and I'm currently am the new uh, owner of Lamb Goats as of like a year and a half ago. So, but prior to that, when we were talking about names for the podcast, I was like, it has to be Van Flip because that's like the long that's one of the, the most longest, common comment, right? Well, it's is one like of the Van longest Flip. running, yeah, longest running jokes. You know what I mean? And like. Granted, there are situations like yourself or like uh, other bands that get into accidents, and obviously that's not like the greatest fucking thing. But it is something that is kind of synonymous with uh, Lamb Goat, and yeah, and I think like if you hear Van Flip outside of Lamb Goat, people have no idea what they're talking about, what you're talking about. But if you say it to someone yeah. that's in the you know the environment of or in the uh, universe of Lamb Goat, which sounds weird, but they would they'll know what that is you know and uh sure, ad- sure. admittedly bands hate that you know bands aren't super there's a handful of bands that don't enjoy the podcast or whatever the title of the podcast but it's like whatever um and yeah i mean the guidelines for the the guidelines for commenting and being on the message board uh they've changed over the years right because alex prior to uh me taking over Alex was one man and he ran the website for like 23 years by himself. So he didn't have the, 
you know, the bandwidth to also work a full time job and raise a family because he had he had a, and then like moderate the comments moderate every fucking like comment his kids yeah, like oh yeah. are my kids eating snacks oh this person's threatening to kill someone yeah you know and there are definitely people but again I've said this I say it all the time you can go to any social media platform where you have to like get verified by your email address or get verified put a picture up or whatever and those guys like our parents are leaving way worse comments on Facebook news stories than they are like. You know, then, then people on Lamb go to even uh, on like news stories, uh, you know, that no one really yeah. sees, right? It's like oh, the only people that really see the Lamb Goat comments are the people that click into the Lamb Goat comments, and usually they're yeah. somebody sure. who's in another band or they're somebody that's very familiar with the website. And then if they're not familiar with the website, like say we get a story that goes wild on Reddit for one reason or another, and people, <laughs> people come to the comment section, they don't understand the like commenting on lamb goat right and i understand that because if you're new to lamb goat you can get to the comment section and just be like what the the world is fucked but it's also just like i say it all the time it's really bad comedians trying to make really bad jokes that are not funny and yeah yeah one percent lands and when it does you're like oh that's a fucking good comment that's a good one you know i mean just like on twitter or something like that you know the best totally but um so the guidelines have changed over time and like we you know, like the hate speech is basically one of the one of the things that we'll will definitely remove and we'll definitely like, you know, ban or, or uh, there's a laundry list of words that are banned. But of course, it's the fucking Internet. You know, there's different keyboards all over the fucking in the place. Right. So like there's ways to get around that stuff. But like, you know, in our tenure, we've tried to maintain not in the guidance of free speech, but just because of lamb goat, we, we main we want to maintain that kind of environment where like that is somewhat allowed to a certain extent yeah i mean i don't i wouldn't have yeah i i don't yeah i'm not offended i don't know i i i've never i think i think you need to learn i think anyone on the internet needs to learn to not be offended by the comments of an anonymous person Mm -hmm. because i think if you're commenting anonymously you've already kind of forfeited any sense of like real skin in the game right like any sense of respect yeah that would be earned like obviously if because if someone's gonna like be like hey this is my name this is who i am this is like what i do for a living and then they share something there's a certain level of credibility that i could see with that where it's like oh this person has some some skin in the game you know like i you know like then then like yeah if if some guy you know joe you know Joe Dingles and and he's a 42 year old uh, computer IT guy and he's gonna be like oh this is me this is who I am this is where I live and I hope that your van flips and you all die it's 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 unlikely that that'll happen because he he's aware that people will immediately be able to point at something right. in his life and and be like dude you're, you're yeah like you're and so it's yeah. I, I think the anonymous thing can't shouldn't bother artists is, is the way I see it just because it's like literally that's the point like people you you kind of expect people to say crazy things anonymously that's why they're speaking anonymously yeah um and 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 i think that uh um the worst thing you can do is get upset about it or try to argue with someone because like that's the point of like trolling right it's just to like see how far you can push somebody (laughs) who does have skin in the game when you're someone who has no skin in the game but again that that discourse happens on any other fucking platform that you're interacting with people and it's just it could be, you know, 
Twitter user one two three or whatever, and he's still right. saying the same shit, and you're still interacting with it. That's the that's the thing. Like, if I were to talk to bands, and I have that are um, not fans of the comments or not fans of like Lamb Goat in general, I'm like, <clears throat> a lot of people don't really want to see it this way, but the good far outweighs the bad of what Lamb Goat has to offer, and like. Like you said, everyone you've met, I, you know, and that this is a relatively new thing too. Lamgoat hasn't been in the real world technically for like twenty something years, you know, until like I uh, I started doing the podcast and showing up at places under the name Lamgoat. You know, Alex b- before was again a busy individual and lived in rural Pennsylvania, didn't really do much outside of like just posting news or or whatnot. But if I were to talk to any of those guys, it's like the the good outweighs the bad for what lamb goat has done and will do and continue to offer for music yeah. and bands and stuff like that. And we aren't the comments just cause we allow the comments doesn't necessarily mean we side with good, bad or ugly comments. You know what I mean? It's just, that's a part of lamb goat. Like that's been a part of lamb goat. And so it's a, it's a nod back to a time on the internet that is probably, you know, long since gone. And you have, you can, you can live in that small world still in the comment section on lamb goat yeah. but again you have to click into the comments they're not public you know what i mean so like in t- in reality that's like your ter- tos right terms of service of using <laughs> the comments yeah it, yeah you, you gotta go well, in there I, and look for it i um no it's, it's 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 funny thing you know i very very early into I, I don't remember exactly when it was kind of a daze i i when i i had a i had a moderate concussion um <clears throat> that um kind of led into a lot of weird stuff that kind of influenced the the album but um i i I do remember making a joke i don't remember exactly when i like within within hours of the van flip i think it i think it was like after i got back from the hospital i went to the hospital they did some brain scans i had to staple my head together on the top and and then I, i i was like i think back with the band and pretty early into it i i made a joke about um I was like, well, maybe we'll get more coverage on Lamb Goat. <laughs> I don't know if anyone laughed. It might have been one of those like way too soon jokes, but yeah. I figured I was allowed to make it because I was definitely the most um, physically fucked up by the accident. I can't speak emotionally. I think everyone was, but uh, physically, right. um, pretty fucked up by it. But I definitely made a Lamb Goat joke pretty quickly yeah. into it, so I had to mention that. No, no. I mean, and again, like you, as part of like taking over and being. Uh, more involved in the day, uh, not day to day, but yeah. like in the real, like taking Lamb go into the real life and sit offline type stuff. It's, you see how ingrained it actually is with bands and with people in the industry, record labels, press people. It's like when we meet these people, it's like, oh my God, I've been going Lamb go forever. I love, you know, and, and dude, yeah, yeah. by all means, I'm going to go on a limb and say like 99.5% of the people that, are, that go to Lamb Goat have zero issues or like the comments and like i've told people it's like if people aren't commenting whether it's negative or positively on your on your stuff that's more that should be more hurtful to you than people commenting negatively or positively on your article oh totally uh, yeah know? no it's that i think that in general it's like that that's something that artists should know and if they don't they need to learn it's like if it's like if people have a lot of bad things to say about an artist, that's a really good thing for the artist because it means that they're perceived in such a way that it's not like the local band thing. So, like, you know, when, when a band's super local and super new, 
they you only say nice things and if you say anything bad about like a band that's like upcoming local band you're like that's like the worst thing you can do because like you know it's a baby and and who like you know who who looks at a baby crawling around and like you know being like you're slow you're a baby you know it's like it's like yeah you accept that it's it's just getting started but once you get to a certain point that people perceive you to be like a public commodity that's a really good thing because it means that you're out there enough that it's not just all like warm level like friends and right family they're seeing you enough that they're annoyed by it and then they're going to come and say something yes. about it but hey you've won and it's just like our art is subjective you're not not everything is going to be positive and you know roses and gold roses all over the place. Right, it's, right. There's going to be some negative feedback. But again, those are like badges of honor. Like if you've gotten to the level where you're getting trashed uh, on Lamb Goat, that's you probably a good thing. That's yeah, probably a good yeah. thing. Yeah. And again, like people rolled their eyes when I've said that and that's hilarious, but it is what it is. And that's, that's, that's someone that's just not really familiar with Lamb Goat because they've tried, they've avoided it for so long, right? Like they know it's out yeah. there. And they assume that like lamb goat sides with the commenters or that we are the comment. Like it's synonymous, but they're two separate things. It's the audience and, yeah. the, and the product. And right? I, will, I will admit, I, I think I had that bias. I mean, I didn't think y'all were like sociopaths. I just <laughs> figured though, whoever runs lamb goat probably is like, yeah, kind of in, in that vibe. And, and then I remember, um, yeah, a few different times. Um, were you at the Jacksonville show that we put, we played yeah. like a small Jacksonville show last year. Mm hmm. And, and um, just a few times I've had any interactions, you know, with with people associated with Lamgo, and I'm like, oh, it's like meeting a nice journalist from from anywhere, you yeah. know. It, it, and it's um, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's funny though, because I think early on I'd see that thing and be like, oh, that's the vibe. But no, it's just that um, there's a there's a core group of people who have I think embraced this like troll mentality, right. you know, in the comment section. And uh, who knows? I'm sure the majority of those people are like probably really nice normal tame tame people in real life and that's just like that's like a little LARP that's like a LARP thing they do or something maybe you know? it could also be someone just still lives with their parents at 45 years old and they're just fucking hating life in the bottom of their basement and you know that's how I like to look at them that's how I like to think yeah. about them but you know and it is um, yeah it is what it is and you know bands sometimes bands don't want to be featured on Lamb Goat and that's cool but I don't necessarily respect that those wishes because you know, the guys and I have like a duty for the most part. Like we really care about hardcore metal and all this other stuff, right? And growing yeah, the scene and, totally. make, and making it more, uh, not acceptable, but people um, available for people. And, yeah. you know, in order to do that, you got to take these lumps. And like, it's not like we're fucking trying to harbor like hate speech in the fucking comments or nothing like that. It's just part of the game. And like, Bands don't want to have their stuff featured on on Lamb Goat, so they won't send us press releases. But like, that's not going to stop me from posting about it, because again, I have a yeah. duty. I have a duty to catalog it, and data all that, right? So yeah, and it's it's funny that yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely on the other side where I just like, um, I I I just appreciate um, I I just appreciate y'all covering bands. I mean, I. Lamb Goat was definitely one of the first websites to to notice our band. And like you said, it's like, yeah, I would way rather have some person be like, Christian band, hope they flip, even though we're not a Christian band. Um, and I'm sure deep down they probably don't actually want strangers to die for, for no reason. But no, I would assume most regardless, people do Regardless of the fact, um, e even if they do, it's just, it's like, I've, I've appreciated that y'all 
you know covered our band because that's that's something that's something you don't you know if if you've done this thing as, as long as i have you just don't take for granted somebody right. giving even a even a tiny tiny fuck about what you do you you don't take that for granted um when you've you know played uh bar venues and house shows and, and just the most diy touring right 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 like right and four the- or five years you know mm-hmm. like we're like if you have enough money to eat, that was a successful night, you know? Yes. So when you get covered on the internet, it's just like, that's awesome. And I think people who don't understand that kind of makes me want, wonder if like, maybe they skipped a step or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, and know. the other thing too is like, and I'm not saying that we are the end all be all, like what's good or what's bad, right? Like, but if you get on Lamb Goat, like not everyone, dude, the amount of people that send shit to us is insane, right? So the amount of things that we can cover is like infinite, right? So we can cover anything. Like we get so much new music, new bands, new everything sent to us. We get so much shit that's like sent to us outside of hardcore and metal too, you know, and we don't cover a lot of yeah. that stuff. But you know, like we we select who we who we do and don't cover for the most part. Like, you know, and then there's no like rhyme or reason behind it. It's just like a a new band comes up and like I listen to the song and I'm like oh that's lamb goat worthy or something like that I'll just throw it up on the website right and a lot of people you know look at that like oh this band's on lamb goat now and in that in that aspect there are some bands that have never been posted about on the internet before we'll start posting about them yeah and then because we're yeah. because we are lamb goat next thing you know all the other 10 outlets out there are cop not copying but now they know about band x you know, and I've seen that. Yeah, the fact that you you cover them get it kind of legitimized them in some right. sense. Now, and, and if you do have a van flip, or if you do have some fucking bad thing happen to you, Lambgood's definitely gonna post about it. But also, like, we're gonna promote the GoFundMe's or like the yeah, yeah. whatever else you know to need uh, to happen. Because like again, it's not we're not out for fucking blood. We're, no, no, you know, not we're, at all. We're trying no, to it's... fucking make we're trying to make more people get into heavy fucking music. That's it. That is the bottom line. It's. It, it, it is funny to think though there's got to be someone in the comment section who's like we did it boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about the comments what, what again happened? It, I, I it's funny it's, it goes to show yeah like like you said the um the van flip thing became at some point you know a uh it kind of like this monolithic thing or something because it's like uh, i thought of lamb goat when our van flips you <laughs> know like that's crawling out it's a weird thought out, bloody head going oh, this is going on the website now <laughs> yeah like like oh like yeah, it's it was something I forget. It was something about lamb. I forget. I think I might have said something like, "Well, at least the the lamb goat comment people finally got what they wanted," or something. There's some some joke. I made some joke about it at, at our expense, um, uh, pr- pretty quickly into it um, to my bandmates and, uh, um, but you know, and it goes. I mean, what matter what what matters? You know, aside from like crazy comments and stuff, is like just the community and the fact that like what lamb goat does helps i think the community uh to exist uh that, that y'all cover smaller bands up and coming stuff um I, I think a lot of the publications that are supposed to cover like metal and and whatever kind of more only focus on like the the extremely more rock slash like pop leaning type of it metal gets the clicks and, and, here. it gets and, the and clicks. Your, your place i think it's part of why it's such a crazy place is you you have a lot of members of like specifically the hardcore community you know like you see like a, a lamb goat post about terror like have a crazy amount of comments right, right. about like the vocalist or whatever scott vogel here and, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah scott vogel here 
and uh those are definitely i think by far the funniest ones by the way but um the uh i i think that it goes to show that that's like that's where the actual like the actual heavy community a lot of it is right you know because um you know i have no beef with you know the rock sounds or the alt presses but i i think they 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 had you know i think every publication has a choice on like what it's going to cover and and i think a lot of those publications so constantly took the the most like yeah most popular most kind of like pop leaning versions of most pop leading like iterations of metal right i think over and over and over again until like it's like it seems like yeah they would only want to cover something that's more panic at the disco and wouldn't want to (laughs) cover uh wouldn't want to cover like Viljarta very much, you know. Right, right. And the thing is with that, and to touch base on that, because I I don't get to elaborate about that in uh, in long form, especially on this podcast. But like, <clears throat> money makes the world go round, right? And like, right, right. That's just the nature of the beast. So like, we could definitely cover Disturbed, cover more Sleep Token, cover all these other bigger bands that are just like killing it all the time there are big bands that we do cover like slipknot and stuff like that and maybe like yeah. Limp biscuit but like that's very few and far between for the most part and that's not necessarily totally. like our vibe as a as an outlet but every, right, right. everyone that visits the website at some point or another has listened to slipknot so that's that's the reason why we just cover one of those types of bands but yeah you know the reason the reason behind those bands and like we don't even post article and I'm sure you've seen it out there but for like people who are um you know unclue clueless to it like we don't even really post like so and so said this on podcast x you know like we don't even fucking post articles like that and a lot of that yeah, stuff is yeah. just easy banner ad you know like they want more ads oh, it's easy clickbait yeah. to like yeah like be like more yeah, ads Corey, more Corey this more Slipknot that thinks that rock is dead you know, or something yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah or like we're never gonna get taylor swift money no fucking shit dude that's something that you didn't have to say like we all know yeah, yeah. you're not getting taylor swift money you know yeah yeah but um so we you know like we all do this full time currently and like it is enough to barely get by um for for us as like people but like the goal is to not have to not ever really cover that stuff to really just grow our audience to really just make because again like i've told you there are other websites that follow us and they've told us in person they follow us for the to find new bands to know what to post about to whatever's cool this out of the other shit so that was cool and that lets us know that we're on the right path and that we've taken lamb goat in the last year and a half two years and we've moved it into a different space hopefully and that's what we plan to do just keep growing in a way that we maintain um we maintain like our independence because uh, a lot of these other outlets are also owned by whether it's a record label um a conglomerate of like sony or you know other corporate entities so like we are it's just fucking three dudes for yeah. the most part you know just it's actually independent yeah, yeah. we're super independent it, you know and we want to keep it that way but we also want to grow it into a bigger entity as well uh, i'm not saying that we're going to go corporate or anything like that but like in order to do certain things we do need to make money <laughs> to fund those things yeah oh yeah but we're not going to and a lot of people you uh, one of the best post comments posted these days are like $50 and that's because they're just like joking like it costs $50 for them to post this article on like this band paid 50 bucks to get their band on Okay, on the yeah, news yeah. post or something like that and that's not the case there there are ways that you can be featured and yes you can pay for like reviews uh but that's just because like our review schedule is already set so if you want to pay for oh, something yeah. outside of that yeah you got to pay for the writer's time not for it's not, it doesn't go yeah, to us totally. it goes to the writer yeah 
but um, you know, there, so there are ways that you can be paid to be featured, but it's, it's not like people think. And uh, yeah, that's just basically what we're doing. You know, we're grinding it. We're just gonna grind it, make it bigger. Um, we're we're always in it for the little man because that's where we came from. Like all of us came from the scene, uh, whether it's a band, yeah. photos, yeah. or whatever. Growing up in it, that's just what we did, and so that's what we want to maintain. Lambgood has 25 years of doing that. We want to do it for another 25 that's years, sick. and we want to do a lot more like content outside of the Lamgo uh, outside of the website. So that's where we're at. And um, yeah, I know you got food waiting on you, so I don't want to keep you. Oh, dude, I well, I just uh, yeah, I want to say thank thank you for having me. It's it's been it's been really rad. Like uh, this is definitely one of my favorite ones I've done in a long time. And uh, yeah, just yeah, Dave, I appreciate you, and uh, um, thanks for. Uh, like again, like I said earlier, I, I thank you for covering us uh, at a pretty. I remember a pretty early juncture uh, in in what we do uh, as a band, and uh, means a lot. And um, thanks for uh, yeah. Uh, I guess in advance because I'm I'm pretty sure y'all probably post about. Thank you for uh, Super Bloom uh, checking it out. What I don't know what the review will be. Maybe it'll be like this is the most ass thing I've ever heard in life who knows but regardless I just I appreciate y'all uh, you know give, giving us a platform no I appreciate uh, your outlook on not only life but in what I do and what the brand is and I, I appreciate that you take it with uh, you know you take it for what it is and you, you you intake it the right way there's a lot of people that don't so I appreciate that and um, I well, hey, if someone if some artist gets on a high horse about you calling it van flip you can reference this conversation <laughs> <laughs> stick and be stick, like that guy that guy's back is permanently fucked up yeah. by a van flip and he's okay so. you should you should stick around when i'm in this just stick around for five more minutes and we'll, we'll get into that but um yeah so i just want to thank you for that i know we talked very little about super bloom but kind of we talked about it a lot if you really think about we did. it the, yeah the, i think the, the the background the yeah. the the framework for for it um Super Bloom is, you know, based on a specific story of of someone who went missing in 1996 in Humboldt County. Um, but um, the uh, the overall, um, uh, yeah, the, the overall, just like kind of what what drew me into it and, and the background behind it. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm really I'm really glad that we uh, we could talk about it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Appreciate no problem. It. And uh, I'll see you next time you're in town for sure. Yeah, see you soon. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping Helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com and I'll see you there.